Episode 223 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. We are coming to you directly from Japan. And you know what? You can find us at so many other places after listening to this podcast. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com. That's the main base. And basically, everywhere else under TDR Explorer, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on are you on TikTok? Yeah. On TikTok? <laughs> I, I say that like very reluctantly. Like, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. There. Check it out. Okay. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. And with me is the ever, ever, I don't know. I want to say, you know how I picture you as like, like Chipper Dale with your cheeks full of Disney snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's that. That's pretty accurate. I would and say. And smiling. <laughs> Always smiling. And informative. I try to be. <laughs> this doesn't always work, but yeah. <laughs> How are you, Chris? I'm doing good. How are you, Trish? You know, not bad. Not bad. Surviving yeah. in this pandemic world. Yeah, it's still going, right? It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it makes social media really weird. I feel like there's like such an oversaturation of like really like weird topics. You know what I mean? Something that used to be like background information, like, oh, this happened, will be like, you'll see it a hundred times within 10 minutes. It's like, what's happening? Why is everybody talking about this? So it's weird. It's interesting times. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I want things to progress, but I feel like it's not. At least here in Japan, um, I know other places in the world seems to be moving. Uh, here, not so much. I feel like we're moving very slowly. But the Olympics is coming, though. Cool! Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's fantastic. I don't know. I'm not even excited about it I anymore. Care. I, I was anymore. Man, I I bought the pre the when they were like still a candidate. I bought the candidate merch. <laughs> okay and at this point i'm like i don't care anymore forget the olympics it's not in my mind it's not happening if it comes on the news it's like oh they're doing the torch relay in an empty park i'm like change the channel <laughs> turn it off <laughs> you know, I, I complete yeah. 180 complete <laughs> i was so excited i was too but man whatever we're gonna talk about something a little more happier super exciting we're going to be talking about Mickey's Magical Music World, which is a brand new stage show at Tokyo Disneyland that debuted very recently. So we're going to talk about that today. So I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, I know you have you haven't seen it yet, Trish. I'm not going to the parks. Um, yeah, I know. You probably have to see it for a while. I've heard from a few people that have seen it that yeah, it's really fun. It is. It's a fun show. I just want to warn everyone yeah. first. Uh, there's going to be potentially spoilers for this. So just keep that in mind when you're listening. And also to remember that this isn't the the full, full show. show. Yeah, we'll get into that. 
But before we start, I want to remind everyone about our Patreon to help support the show. Because we have to pay our wonderful, wonderful editor. She does a magical job at making sure that we sound fantastic. So if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have different tiers, depending on how much you pledge. And you get some rewards. One of our more popular ones is the $10 level. And you get access to our bonus episodes which we do once a month and you even get access to our back catalog. So I think we have like three, four years worth of back catalog. So that's (laughs) a lot of episodes (laughs) and they're uncensored, unfiltered. We just kind of talk about whatever. Sometimes we talk theme parks. Sometimes we talk about just things that are happening in our lives. So if you just want a very candid conversation, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now and make that $10 pledge. Mickey's Magical Music World. I have to eat my words, though. Uh-huh. I was doing a uh, a live stream last month, and I made the bold claim of, I don't think they're going to open Mickey's Magical Music World anytime soon. And like a week later, <laughs> it opened. So I have to really eat my words. I mean, who can predict anything at this point? Like, logically... It shouldn't have. <laughs> but I mean, but also they have to compete, right? With what's going on. <laughs> what's happening at USJ? USJ. Not, not the coronavirus <laughs> massive <laughs> explosion. <laughs> but we like but entertainment-wise, yeah. right? I kind of thought they would wait. But yeah, I think you're right. The competition-wise and stuff, they kind of have to keep up. Regardless of what's happening. Golden Week is coming up. Everyone's going to yeah. be traveling. <laughs> it's great. It's great. The show debuted on April 1st. It was originally supposed to debut with the opening of the new Fantasyland expansion. So that's Beauty and the Beast Mm -hmm. and Baymax and Mini Style Studio. That should have, well, it was originally supposed to open April 15th, 2020. We know how that went. And then when the other parts of Fantasyland opened up in September, it was just never mentioned. So we just kind of thought, okay, well... You know, they probably maybe they don't have enough performers. I don't know. Well, they sent the performers, the foreign performers, home. Yeah, that's what I've I've uh, been told. There's a lot that unfortunately were sent back, <laughs> back home. So I just kind of thought eh, the show's not gonna, we're not gonna see it anytime soon. Theater's just gonna sit there. <laughs> it's a it's a gorgeous theater, by the way. The it looks for- so pretty. The Fantasyland Forest Theater. It is gorgeous, and it fits perfectly with the kind of the Beauty and the Beast area. I get, you know, technically it's fantasy land, but 90% of it is Beauty and the Beast, like that that area. I mean, looking at the interior, it feels like my friend went on the day, so she was there for like the birthday, Disneyland's birthday, right? When right. It, was, uh, <laughs> it was broken all day. Oh, yeah. But they let everybody in and you could like explore and take pictures of everything. And I love like looking at the photos and looking at the different elements. Like you can see like the design in like the little birds in the trees and the squirrels look like like straight out of like those classic Disney movies, whether it's like the sword in the stone or Sleeping Beauty. Like you said, a lot of Beauty and the Beast elements or like Snow White. And it feels like the embodiment of Fantasyland. It's so, so pretty. I couldn't have said it any better myself. I get a lot of Snow White vibes yes. from it. Yeah. Because Snow White is, you know, in the middle of the forest. Mm-hmm. There's tall trees. Not that the trees there are that tall, but the trees are tall enough. It just feels like it's 
this theater in the middle of the woods. I love the different posters that they have that are kind of paying homage to these different shows, you know, like classic shows and stuff like that, or fairy tales and whatnot. And then on the inside, it looks like it was handmade. Um, the railings were hand, like look like they're hand carved. There's like wooden squirrels and stuff that look like they're hand carved. The acorns have, you know, those traditional that face that you see on the masks mm-hmm. that represent yes, theater. That's right. Yeah, they're acorns, which is really clever and it's gorgeous. And I think like that whole design is beautiful and it just it it works so well. You can tell there was a lot of work put into it. You know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anything less from this expansion because the Bee and the Beast area is a masterpiece in my mind. So this is just a further extension of that. And I'm very happy with it. A friend of mine sent me a picture the other day. Uh, he was there, unfortunately, on the one of the days that the show was down all day, mm-hmm. which really, he, he was pretty upset, which understandably so. I get that. And it was only, I think it was like down for two days or something, like two full days. Yeah. Something happened. Don't know what, but something happened. Anyway, uh, the picture he sent me was there was this squirrel. Uh, obviously, it wasn't a real squirrel. It was, you know, carved into the architecture. It was kind of popping out of a hole under the roof on the outside and it was like holding an acorn i think Uh, it was just it was just really cute i didn't see that detail i missed that somehow for this show uh they're doing the lottery system so if you've been to tokyo disney resort before you're familiar with this concept they're still doing it but it's all through the app Mm -hmm. there's no more kiosks anymore and the good thing is the app is in English, so you don't have to worry about a language barrier or anything. So when you go into the park, you have to do the lottery for it with you know everyone's tickets, blah, 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 and it tells you if you win or not. Pretty straightforward, especially if you've been to you know Disney World before. This is not that complicated to figure out. Uh, read the official Tokyo Disney Resort website, download the app, and just kind of poke around in there. It's pretty straightforward. It's not, it's, it's not overly complicated. When I won, I went I went on a Monday and I did the last show of the day. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the the tip that I was given was do the last show. Even if you're there first thing in the morning, try the last show. So that's what I did and uh, fortunately I was able to win. And same with the the friends I was with too. We did the lottery separately mm-hmm. because we didn't really care if we sat together or not. Usually for shows, I don't care if I sit beside my friends or not. Okay. Because we're not talking during the show anyway. That's, that's true. Yeah. We're all there to see the show. Like all of us, obviously like a lot of the friends I go to the parks with, like we're into this, right? So mm-hmm. we're just going to, we're going to watch the show. We're going to focus on it. So it doesn't matter if we're separated. Should we talk about the story? Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's pretty bare. Well, no, I don't want to say bare bones. It's It's in the same vein as the other Mickey shows now. I feel like there's like a bunch of Mickey shows around the world with like one, like they each have a different magical object, but it's like a similar concept. Yeah. So Mickey and the Wonders Book at Hong Kong Disneyland, Mickey and the Magical Map. Is that Disneyland? I think or, that's or Disneyland. Paris. And then there's uh, the the Magician one as well. That I'm pretty sure that one's at Paris. Paris, yeah. So there's, I guess there's four now. Uh, there's nothing like that at Disney World. There's nothing like that at in Shanghai yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> what would the object be? <laughs> in Shanghai? Uh, good question. I have no idea. 
but uh, for this show, the magical item is a music box. I like that. I like that it's which, a music box. you know, plays to the whole magical music world. Very loosely, the story, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, they're doing whatever. And this magic bo- uh, music box, they're, they're playing with it. And, you know, characters are coming out and there's music and stuff. And then they get to one point where the music is missing. There's a piece of music missing. So Mickey's like, well, we got to go find it. So let's go into the music box and find it. So they go inside the music box and they go on this adventure. And it's all just these different medleys, like Disney medleys, which is fun. It's great. Like, I I have no complaints with that whatsoever. I think it's it's a formula and it works. Frankly, I think it does. <laughs> so and that's pretty much it. And then they end up finding the piece of music. And great. Cool. Everything's great. Inside the theater... Very gorgeous, just like, you know, the rest of what we were just talking about. It's nice that we have an indoor theater. Yeah. Like Disney Sea now. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, the, what was the theater called outside? Showbase. The Showbase Theater. That thing <laughs> is so dated. I mean, right? it, it's, it was a good theater. But yeah, it's good to have something on the same level as, as like you said, the Broadway Music Theater. And also indoors. Because Japan famously has four seasons. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, for, for, for anyone that doesn't live in Japan, uh, it's kind of the running joke uh, that it kind of gets drilled into your head that Japan has four seasons. It's like, yeah, we know. A lot of places do, but sure. <laughs> anyway, at the showbase theater, you know, when days were it's really cold or really windy or really rainy, the show would be canceled, right? At least with this, it's indoors. Don't have to worry about that at all, which is great. Mm-hmm. Very projection heavy, projection map heavy and screen heavy. Okay. At first, I was a little turned off by it because, you know, screens. <laughs> cool. But... As the show went on, they did some stuff in it, which I was very impressed with. And I thought, that's actually very clever. I like that. That's fun. Of course, within the show, there's a lot of moving set pieces and things like, things like that. It is, it is a stage show, right? So there are big props and things moving around like a stage show should be. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that and mixed in with a lot of projection mapping, which I think they did really well. There was, they had a really good balance with it. There was one scene. Is it okay if I spoil this? There's there, there's a know. scene that I really loved. It. Should we tell people to like? <laughs> you know what? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to be spoilery for the rest Let's of this. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so, go full spoilers. There's a there, there's a point in the show where the four main characters, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, they have to play their instruments right to kind of bring the music back or whatever. It's really cool. They have this like screen that comes down in front of the characters, like the see-through screen, and they all try their magic. They do the this magic one at a time, and on the screen in front of them are all these projections of, you know, just like, it just looks like magic swirling in the air. Ooh. So like Mickey does his, and you know, it's like trumpets and stuff, and Goofy does his, and I think it's like a saxophone and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it just worked really well. And I thought it was really cool because I haven't really seen that before where the characters were kind of really interacting with the projections. Sure. So I've never seen that before. So I thought that was actually really cool. They did this like kind of cool panel thing with the curtains. So there's no actual like physical curtains. It's all projection, but it's kind of paneled 
So like they're they're these long rectangle shaped pieces that come down from the ceiling, right? Mm -hmm. They're made to look like curtains, but they'll kind of, and they all move independently of each other. So like some of them will move up, some of them will stay closed and they kind of just keep alternating. So it kind of adds this really neat dynamic to the stage, which I've never seen before. I don't know how many panels there were, maybe 10 across the whole stage or something like that. I don't know. I'm probably off, but. Something like that. And I just thought it just worked really well. And, you know, the panels were used as doors for characters to go in and out of because there's like different sequences with different characters. It's like one, for some reason, Winnie the Pooh would come out and he, it was kind of awkward with Winnie the Pooh. He would come out for 10 seconds. He did like kind of a wave and it had, you know, the Winnie the Pooh music. And he just turned around and walked away and it closed and then we moved on. That was it. (laughs) It was like, okay, cool. Hey, Pooh. (laughs) Uh, Judy Hopps comes out, and of course, they play the Try Everything song, which everyone went crazy for. Zootopia is really big here. And then, of course, they have like a villains portion, which I kind of wish was longer. Because, you know, in One Man's Dream 2, mm-hmm. there's kind of a, a really extended villains portion. Yeah. Which was very nostalgic and very kitschy. Mm-hmm. But I. I kind of loved it. Yeah, me too. With this, it kind of was, there was a villain portion, but it wasn't very long. And I just, I don't know. I kind of wanted more out of it, I guess. That kind of leads me into the show was definitely altered. This is definitely an altered version, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Because it just felt like there was parts missing to the show. Well, like 100% because they're missing the live singers. Yeah, there there was no live singing whatsoever in this. It's all pre-recorded stuff. Was it supposed to have live singers? Yes, absolutely. It was? Okay, Uh I wasn't sure. I didn't know. Because like Mickey and the Wonders book does. I think think all of them do. All the other Mickey shows do, I'm pretty sure. Magical Map does because I've seen it at Disneyland, I'm pretty sure. I haven't seen the one in Paris, so I can't speak to that. Yeah, there, were, there, there was none of that. But there, there was portions of the show where they would have, you know, uh, the dancers and the characters on there. But the stage is so big, you could tell there was maybe half the cast on the stage. So it mm. felt a little empty. Okay. So I didn't get that, that grand feeling, you know, when the stage is full of performers and everyone's dancing and singing and stuff. Like you get that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. That wasn't there unfortunately. So I'm hoping once things settle down in the world and the show can run how it's supposed to, that feeling will come. Sure. Because I felt like that's what really was missing from it for me. And I mean, at least I think it is It is nice that they are, because a lot of people were anticipating this show and anticipating seeing inside the new theater and I think it's nice that they did give something for people visiting the parks to enjoy. So I can't fault them for that. And the same with Big Bambi, that they're at least showing, even if it's an altered version, at least they're doing a version for the people yeah. visiting the parks to enjoy. I think that's a nice thing that they did. I'm not being harsh. Like, I, I don't want to be harsh on on them for this. Like, I don't want to be too critical because we're in a weird time mm-hmm. yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just... It, it's difficult and I get it. So what they're able to pull off, I think they've done a fantastic job. I can't wait to see how it's going to look when they're able to go full on with it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because if this is what we have with 
cutbacks right now, I'm excited for what's going to eventually be there. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much potential for this show. Of course, it's Tokyo Disney. Like, there's there's that sense of quality that comes with shows, right? I'm really looking forward to that when, whenever that day is. I, <laughs> I, who knows? I was trying to think of, like, all the different music in the show. There was just so much. I can't really remember. There was a princess medley, though. But it wasn't, there was no live singing with it. If I had to base my critiques just off of that, the princess medley from Mickey and the Wondrous book is better in Hong Kong Disneyland. But that has live singing. This one didn't. It was all pre-recorded. So I don't, it's a little tough, I mean, right? It's hard to compare if it's not yeah. the full show, you know? So my opinion may change down the road. We'll see. But overall, though, the show is definitely worthy of being a Tokyo Disneyland. And I think it's a worthy replacement of One Man's Dream 2. It's unfortunate that we had to get this altered version for now, but I'm pretty confident that they will they will amp it up once whenever they can. And I can't wait for that. Can we talk about the costumes? Yeah. They're so cute. Tokyo Disney kind of spoiled the show a little bit with their merchandise. Did you notice that? I didn't. What do you mean when? So they released plushes of the characters in the costumes, but there's two sets of costumes. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay, there's a costume change in the show. Yeah. And there was. There should be. Yeah, at least one, right? <laughs> yeah, there there was one. It was cute. It was good. Uh, Minnie's costume change was the best. If you've seen, you know, maybe RuPaul's Drag Race in the past, you can kind of get an idea of what Minnie would do for, a, you know, an outfit change on the stage. Obviously with Mickey, that's a little bit harder. It was more of he went backstage for like a split second and came back in a different costume mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because he like he, he has like a top hat and all this kind of stuff and mini's just kind of in a dress uh-huh. so a little bit easier yeah if i had one critique and this is because i am biased chippendale are really not in the show and i'm saddened by that wait a minute wait a minute in the in the fantasy land what is the name of the theater Forest Theater. Forest Theater. <laughs> How is Chippendale not a big part of the show? Because they live in the forest. They're in the last part of the show. They should. They're be. just kind of. They're just kind of. They're almost kind of there for moral support. They should be prominent. I know that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, get rid of Donald and Goofy. Put Chippendale in there. <laughs> No, seriously, I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> have them and, and like have Clarice too. You know, have them have like a lounge number or something. Like do something really fun with it because they're they're in the forest. The stage show in Disney Sea, Song of Mirage. Mm-hmm. Like we already have Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Always right. Hello, Chip and Dale. Come on, <laughs> give it to them. <laughs> uh, Daisy kind of got the shaft too. Oh, really? Oh. She shows up in the end. She's like, oh, hey. She's got a number in um, Big Bambi. She does, yeah. I'm happy with the show. I will gladly see it every time I go to the park. If I can. If you if you can. <laughs> if, I, if I win the lottery. Yeah. I am more than happy to go and see it. It's one of those shows that I will make the effort to go and see, without a doubt. Like I've said, I think like three times already at this point, with everything that's happening right now, the fact that they're able to pull this off is pretty good. And I'm excited to see what improvements and what changes they're going to make once they're able to. Yeah. So I'm not going to give like a definitive like, well, no, no, I can. I can say like, I like the show. I don't think my opinion will change once they change the show. I think my 
Pinot will probably be even better down the road. We'll wait and see. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. You should be. I hope you can see it soon. I, I don't think we're getting vaccines until the end of the year, but <laughs> end of September. Cool, right? <laughs> Easy yeah, if we're fun. lucky. <laughs> yeah, if we're lucky yeah. yeah, yeah. Mickey's music went musical. No, Ugh. Mickey's magical music world. I screwed this up in the video. I screwed this up in the podcast. I this the wording in this title. That's a crit- okay. That that's a critique. This title is hard to remember. This is a hard title to remember. The title the generator didn't do a good job this this time. <laughs> Maybe just like Mickey's Music World. Mickey, like why? Just, I don't like Music World though. It's too simple. I keep flip flopping between musical. Magical world and magical music world, and now I'm confusing everybody. <laughs> they need to add more more vocabulary to the title generator. They need to get yes. more creative with the with the words they add <laughs> to it. Mickey, Mickey, and the magical music box. Okay, I got one. I got one. The forest fantasy review. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just throw Mickey in the front. Mickey's in the front, and we're good. Mickey's <laughs> Mickey's magical forest review. Wait, what did I say before? Was it, uh, did I change that? <laughs> Fantasy Forest Review. Yeah, sure. <laughs> one of those. One of, one them, of those words. One of them. Well, uh, that's that's it for the show. Oh, wait. What? I forgot to mention there was no photos or videos allowed during the show, so don't bother looking for anything unless someone took some when they're not supposed to. Also, stop harassing people for videos oh and my photos goodness. of the show. If you know that they're not allowed to take it, stop asking for it. I kept getting so many messages about that. I was just, I had to ignore them because I'm like, guys, I can't <laughs> reply to these 50 messages asking for that stuff. I just, you know, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I took some pictures in the theater. That was allowed. I even asked mm-hmm. them and they said, as long as it's before the show, it's fine. Cool. Because it's beautiful. The architecture is beautiful inside. The Like the woodwork and everything i don't know if it's real wood i doubt it it's probably plaster or whatever is used knows? it might be real wood do you think tokyo disney am like ponied up for that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're 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 spending all their money on that fantasy springs are they <laughs> that's a whole other episode that's a whole other ooh, ooh. maybe we should talk about that ne- we'll talk about the next episode how about we do that let's talk about fantasy springs okay. next episode okay i love okay. how we're deciding on our next topic at the end of the previous As episode record. <laughs> hey it works it works and we can maybe talk about uh the fairy godmother's face oh okay i was about to say don't say that Oh, the hotel, because I can't. The the Tokyo Disney Resort Toy Story Hotel. Don't. <laughs> Before we go, explorers, we want to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon. And remember, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl. Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily Baker, and Kevin. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, 
Amy and Andy, Eli and Dana. Boom, I got it right. Boom, we got it. It took us 15 episodes, but we got it. We got there in the end. Fantastic. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have any questions or anything you want us to address on the podcast, hit us up on social media. Me or Trish, whoever. We'll hopefully see it. And you can find everything we talked about here on our on our website. I was just saying on our podcast. You're, you're listening to our podcast. Uh, our website, tdrxplorer.com, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. You know what to do. TDRxplorer. And I am uh, one of your hosts, Chris. The one that wishes Chippendale had a more prominent role in Mickey's magical music world. I got it right without even looking. <laughs> Joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Oh my god, like for real though! They even have the acorn drama masks. They could come out, one each one wearing the one of the masks. They're acorns! They're chipmunks! Come on, Disney! <laughs> <laughs> You guys, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.